If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking about professional wrestling, which is something we do every single day here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tune in iHeart, American Forces Radio, sportsbyline.com, over-the-air affiliates like the Mightier 1090, podcast, replay on SiriusXM, or maybe video streaming on Twitch or YouTube. Ha-ha. However you're joining me today, I'd just like to say thank you. Hopefully, wherever you are, it's sunny outside. And even if it's not, I hope it's sunny inside your mind. Right now, there is a thunderstorm taking place when it comes to the tech of this show. Oh, by the way, folks, it's Tuesday on that program, and you know what that means. It means no Brian Alvarez, and I can't tell you why that is, except that there's nothing tragic going on or anything like that. Remember how yesterday he said when he heard about the whole schism against Chase U deal that he may not be here today? I thought he was kidding. Apparently the rib was on me. He's not here And we have no video, which we're working on right now because some sort of tech issue, because Brian's not here. So, of course, it's a solo Semp show because something's got to go sideways. So we're going to go through all of the news that is taking place inside the world of professional wrestling. And yes, don't worry, even though the boss man is not here, I will have your world famous and critically acclaimed NXT on USA Network Review. If, if it was saved by the bell last week, I don't know what this week was when it came to some of the vignettes and some of the videos that we got throughout this show, much less the dialogue we got. But there were also some good things as well. Of course, tonight, AEW Dynamite. In case you guys didn't know, Vikingo is wrestling Kenny Omega. And see, Vikingo's this wrestler from AAA, and I'm sure they're going to have a video package for him. We'll get into all that stuff when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. I was in a mozzie, drop top, I be in that farm like I'm Fabi. Hustled in your building, and you couldn't stop me. Like the homie Jim Jones, I be in a lobby. Tried to hit me two times with the shoddy. Missed me, I dodged both shots. Kyrie, do it anywhere, having sex in the Bugatti. Nobody couldn't see us because the windows got foggy. Flames try to rob me, it's going to be a homie. I hope the president pardon me. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and I have a question for you. 
You know that unwelcome guest everyone wishes would just leave already? That's COVID-19. That's why I got an updated booster designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. Got it? Check eligibility and schedule your updated COVID booster at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total average rates. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show. Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Hello, everybody that's now watching on video. I believe we have all of our tech issues fixed. We'll see about that as the show goes on. If you did not hear my intro, Brian Alvarez, which you didn't if you were watching on the video streams, Brian Alvarez, not here. Can't tell you why. Nothing tragic going on. Just not here. So you're going to have to wait for him tonight. 
uh, on Wrestling Observer Radio with Ian Dade for subscribers over at WrestlingObserver.com. But if you want to yell at Brian, you're more than welcome to. You can go over to his Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. That's how you can try to get us here 24-7. I am at Semper Vivi. The broadcaster is at Sports Byline USA. And, of course, if you love pro wrestling, at Mid-Atlantic Pod. But... We might as well just go ahead and jump right into the news here. Uh, we, we do have AEW tonight taking place from the Cable Dahmer Arena in Independence, Missouri. And uh, if you want to go to this show, there still are tickets available. We do have a Russell Ticks update as of 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, and again, these are estimates that come from Russell Ticks on, uh, based on seating maps and then afterwards on photography sent in and things like that. But he estimates 611 seats left, 3,654 sold so far. And he also gave an update on Forbidden Door, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. But like, if you've waited for any reason to try to get Forbidden Door tickets, uh, don't because they're just about gone. And because whatever number I'm going to give you here, uh, surely since that time, which was 11.52 a.m., certainly since that time, those tickets have been, you know, going out pretty quick. Again, close to 13, over 13,000 people, or right around 13,000 people so far, 12,000 people so far. But I'll get to that in a minute. AEW Dynamite tonight Adam Cole speaks. That is the only non-wrestling thing that we know of for tonight's show. Of course, we do have the dream match for a lot of people, Kenny Omega and uh, Vikingo. And as I mentioned, I believe it was on yesterday's show, either that or Monday. I missed all of the banter that took place. I opened up my email, and there is a Jonathan Snowden, who's a, a really good author, uh, has a sub stack and every once in a while, every couple of months or, or so or whatever weeks, he'll, you know, send something out on his musings of the day. And it was about the the discourse over Vikingo and Omega being announced as a dream match and people saying who about it. And it was like everybody on both sides of this is probably putting in way too much effort. And, you know, for the smart people out there, you're just going to burn energy arguing with a fool, and you're probably not going to get anywhere. So that match is taking place, probably going to be pretty good. You know, there's probably going to be a lot of dives and jumps and cool-looking things. That's what I'm guessing for that match. John Moxley against Stu Grayson as the evil Uno and Dark Order against the BCC uh, continues on here. Surely Hangman Adam Page is going to be playing a part in this match. Uh, Tony Storm against Sky Blue. Let's see if they turn Sky Blue green. And, you know, the, the spray paint there. FTW champion Hook against Stokely Hathaway in a no-DQ match that they've seemingly been hyping up for a long time. I figure this would have already taken place on Rampage, but no. Stokely and Hook tonight. Uh, obviously, that is, you know, Stokely's not beating Hook for that FTW title. I would hope not. I, I, you know, that that's one winning streak that, you know, why? Unless you have a really cool angle set up for Hook and a really cool feud for him, you know, don't. Don't do anything cute here, but we'll see. AEW World Tag Team Champions, The Guns against Top Flight, and Sting, Darby Allen, and AEW International Champion, Orange Cassidy, against Kip Sabian, The Butcher, and The Blade. They set this up at the house show in Troy, Ohio, at the Hobart Arena, and... 
They showed some of the, uh, uh, they retweeted some of the clips from that night. You know, the, the blackened out, just the, the lights over the ring, and I thought that looked really cool. But, of course, I'm an old man, and that played back to the past where we would see these things on house shows where matches would take place. And, again, it was that darkened out arena with just the lights over where you could just really hear the crowd going nuts, and you see something taking place. I like that. If they can incorporate some of that stuff from the house shows, you can't do it all the time. You can't beat it to death. You know, you don't want to do it every single week, but... You know, again, it's a really cool thing I think you can have. I do want to mention this, too, uh, but before I actually move to the, the... Actually, I'll go ahead and get the attendance out of the way now for coming up here for Forbidden Door. 12,202 tickets sold so far, 1,460 available. Again, that was an estimate. That's an estimate from WrestleTix, but that was uh, as of 11.52 this morning. So if you do want those tickets, you know, you better get on them pretty quick here because they're going to be going away. Uh, there is also another uh, change into AEW's tour, which is going to be taking place, which includes Forbidden Door, their house show tour, which is going to be coming uh, after that. Uh, Friday, July 14th, the Brant Center in Regina, Saskatchewan, uh, has now been moved to Saturday, July 8th. In the same building, the on-sale date will continue to be Friday. And it's noted here on the front page of the site that even though it's a Saturday, the new promotional poster states that it will be an AEW televised event. So that could mean a Battle of the Belt special or perhaps something to do with the rumored third AEW TV show that's going to be coming out this year. I would say probably... Again, you know, if that show is going to be September and is going to be for the fall season, they're probably not going to be doing anything with it when it comes to this show. But a Battle of the Belt special, which they have not had in a little while, you know, that could certainly be possible. So it's unknown as of now if the Wednesday, July 12th Dynamite in in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan will include a Rampage taping or if that's going to be safe for a live show. So there you go. That's what's going on when it comes to AEW and they're, Mostly in the news today, as they tend to be when a dynamite is taking place. They tend, we do tend to have a little rush on AEW news. And sometimes we have a rush on things that really aren't news, like Bill Goldberg and Tony Khan finding it interesting that he's a free agent. This is also up on the front page over at WrestlingObserver.com. It says here in a podcast interview, hyping up ticket sales for AEW Double or Nothing, Khan was asked about his recent, or asked about his interest in the free agent, who he's got to know partially through charitable ties via Goldberg's family in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Khan says that he has a lot of respect for Bill. I think Bill Goldberg is a great professional athlete and has had a great pro- career in professional wrestling and is a very nice person, he said. It's a household name in pro wrestling, so interesting to hear that he is a free agent, so that's something to follow. He's one of the biggest names in wrestling and will certainly be something else for us to keep an eye on. And uh, so basically he said nothing there. That's really nothing at all except for Bill's a nice guy and, hey, he's a free agent. Okay. I don't know where Bill Goldberg would fit in AEW, even bringing him in for one show. But, uh, you know, certainly if you're going to do something with Sting, if this is Sting's last year, which he has certainly made it sound like it, it absolutely is, you know, Goldberg and Sting, if you wanted to do a one-off type of match, I don't think is the worst idea in the world. I'm sure Goldberg, because he does a lot of charitable events and because he is a 
a known figure in the sports community and things like that. You know, and there's obviously this tie-in with, I didn't know Goldberg was, was in Jacksonville, but apparently he is or members of his family is, so he's already got the hookup with the cons. So, you know, from that point of view, it may not be a bad idea to bring somebody like that on board or at least, you know, create some sort of ties with them and some sort of promotional aspect. But as far as Bill Goldberg coming in there to face somebody, who, you know? You know, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and Wardlow would be two guys that would make the most sense for him to face, and neither one of them are at a point where they're anywhere near ready for a guy like Goldberg. So, you know, the idea for some of Goldberg, you know, being a member of the AEW roster, I'm sure probably excites some people, but I think in, in all reality, uh, yeah, we, we, I don't think we're going to see that. But you never know. Tony Khan does like spending money, and we have seen bigger surprises end up in AEW, even if only for one night. Remember Shaq in the uh, ambulance? We're still trying to figure out where Shaq went. I know we got to go to break, though, so we'll be back. Wrestling Observer Live. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV, sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Big Boss Man Brian Alvarez will be back in his normal position tomorrow. I'll let you make the joke on what position that is, but he will be sitting next to Dave Meltzer, at least metaphorically speaking, tonight on Wrestling Observer Radio, where they will run down dynamite and all of the news taking place inside the world of professional wrestling. And hey... You know, if you want to start your new your day with the wrestling news every day, you, you should. I, I think you absolutely should. It's the easiest way to get up to date on everything taking place inside the world of professional wrestling between 5 and 15 minutes. Every day it'll get you, you know, if you're short on time, it'll get you to whatever your favorite review show is, whether that be Dave and Brian or John and Way or Voices of Wrestling, whoever it is out there that does their their next day shows. We're, we're here to get you to them. Like you said, daily free in between like 5 and 15 minutes every single day. For more information, head on over to thewrestlingnews.com or Wrestling News AV on Twitter or on Facebook. You can get me on Twitter at SemperVV or over at MidAtlanticPod. And you can catch Kenny Omega talking to SI.com on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com because right as I refresh the page, I've got a headline here that says, AEW's Kenny Omega says Vikingo will change the way people think about wrestling. I don't know. I've seen Vikingo a lot, and he's he's pretty damn awesome. I don't know if he's changed the way I've thought about professional wrestling, but this is what Kenny Omega is saying. He says every Vikingo match has something embedded in it that we've never seen before, says Omega. It's a very exciting time. When it comes to some of those dives and flips, I would say that's the case. I would also say that's the case for Commander and Soberano Jr. and a lot of those guys just do absolutely amazing things The in Lucha Libre. It just physically wonders uh omega was forced to vacate the triple a mega championship and pull out of his match with vikingo in late 2021 due to an accumulation of injuries that would sideline him until last august omega went on to say that i thought our eventual clash would happen in triple a on mexican soil and i'll stop there to say that that's where i think most people thought that it would take place you know for the triple a mega championship taking place in mexico i'm sure triple a wanted that to happen but no it's taking place in independence missouri on national tv tonight so much better certainly for the uh, north american viewer or at least uh i apologize mexico to the canadian and american viewers in north america so omega goes on to say it's an opportunity it fell into my lap i'm not the booker i'm not the matchmaker i don't make the rules but i've been given a chance to wrestle someone that's going to change the way people think about wrestling and change the way that we think about lucha libre there is a sense of pride to help with this introduction of a new power player in professional 
wrestling, the way Vikingos captured people's attention and, and conquered AAA, he deserves a world stage to show off what he has to offer. And then he continues on to say that showcasing different wrestling styles is a big motivator in the creation of AEW, and that's for sure. I mean, again, that's where, you know, that link back to Nitro is so important because we got to see Fit Finley. We got to see David Taylor. We got to see Ultimo Dragon. We got to see Dr. We got to see everybody we have to see a great mix of styles which is something that you don't get in wwe even at the best of times you only get a very limited amount of that sort of thing and that's where aew makes itself different and bringing in guys who do lucha guys who do different styles that is a, a big motivator in the creation of aew and a big motivator for their fans as well too so i don't know what vikingo can do to change lucha libre that's not my category. You'll have to listen to the Cubs fan or you're over at Lucha Blog or Rob Viper or Fredo Esparza or one of those guys, Roy Lucier, to, to, they can answer that. But I guess we'll see if he changes anybody's minds tonight on, on Kenny Omega. I have a feeling not. If you don't like Omega, you, you won't like him, and you'll probably hate this match and hate Vikingo too. And I guess it'll give everybody who thinks that something to bitch about come Thursday morning to keep the uh, the cycle going, but I think most other people are probably going to be pretty happy that it's on the show. Uh, I ran down, I, I believe, what was, the, what was also on the rest of the show tonight, a little bit earlier on there. Again, the guns in top flight, I think, is going to probably fall out with FTR somewhere in there, uh, taking out the guns at the end. Um, there's been too much talk about that, too. You know, there was all that nonsense talk about you know the acclaimed it, to me it was not as bad as like you know you should have taken the title off roman reigns and given it to Sami Zayn before cody because how what was it going to hurt or anything like that and it's like uh, i don't agree but okay fine but the acclaimed losing the titles for the guns when it seemed like a long time ago that this was the path that they were going to be on with FTR coming back to get some revenge on the guns because they left the back door wide open in their feud when the FTR just disappeared for a little while. Like, I'm not saying the acclaimed could not benefit from having those belts. But then getting the belts, them getting that pop with Keith Lee and Swerve, and then not getting them, and then the people knowing that next time around that was probably going to be it, and what they were able to take from that. I, I don't want to say that they don't need the belts, but I would argue that the guns in this situation need the belts far more for their credibility as they continue to, to motor on. And I think FTR, at some point with those belts, makes the most sense. And considering that FTR and the Acclaimed are both babyface teams, I think this is a story that seems to have been playing itself out for a long time and seems to make a lot of sense to me now. I don't get involved when it comes to FTRs and Dax's podcast or anything like that. So I don't know what the deal is with them in, in April and their contracts expiring and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, at least until April, <laughs> whatever that magic time is, you know, I'm cool with this feud, especially because if they're not coming back and the guns actually get the win on them, you know, and actually finish them off, then, you know, it actually benefits the guns and would benefit AEW that way. At least that's what I would assume, but we'll have to see. I don't really think FTR is going anywhere. I don't have any 
you know, knowledge of, of contracts, but it's like Kenny Omega. It's like, I'm trying to picture them back there and I could see it, but I still can't see them being as happy as they could be. If they are all about their pro wrestling, then they would be doing what they are now because they don't have to stay in AEW. You don't have to resign with AEW. You can continue on and do lots of different things, including Japan, including Europe, including any indie in the world that would be glad to pay you guys top dollar to come in. You know, there are other options out there besides WWE, so we'll see how all that goes with FTR, but I have a feeling in my gut that they're probably going to be re-signing with AEW because there's still money and things left on the table, whether it comes to them and the Young Bucks or it comes to them and Brody King and, and any combination in the House of Black. I think those, you know those guys against FTR would be good. Again, FTR against anybody would be good, so I have a feeling they're going to stay where they are. A little bit of a ratings note here for you. We'll find out about what NXT did last night coming up. But Monday Night Raw did 1.771 viewers, uh, which was up nearly 4% from last week's 1.705 million. Uh, that's according to Show Buzz Daily. Uh, three hours went like this, 1.778 million, which grew to 1.807 million for hour two and then dropped to 1.729 million. So pretty much a flat line throughout the show when it comes to raw a loss of less than 50,000 viewers the 18 to 49 demographic was up just slightly so second place for the evening on cable tv so that's even with last week i guess if there's a any talk about ratings today it's off the a&e biography shows which have been slipping down since last season anyway since they debuted a couple of seasons ago they've they've kind of slipped down a little bit and when you have to deal with the ncaa men's basketball tournament yeah it, it's not going to help matters at all uh, biography and legends or the biography legends show as well as the uh, Rivals show both had the worst numbers they've ever had there was the legend show had featured jerry lawler and page uh, it drew 350,000 viewers, down from 383,000 last week when the person wrote in and asked about what I thought about the Kane biography episode doing so poorly. Uh, much like uh, it, that one, I have no comment when it comes to these either. I'm not watching them. I'm not worried about them. I don't know how they are. I saw a couple in that first season. It was like, eh, okay, you know, where they buried Savage and everything. But there's not a whole lot of... There's nothing really new, and apparently I guess there's they'll show some footage and some photographs and there's some vintage things like that that they will pull out of the archive, which is kind of cool, but it's not enough for me to go ahead and, and spend my Sunday night watching a two-hour block of WWE programming on A&E. Uh, the Lawler biography was followed up by Paige, and then that led into Trish Stratus against Lita, the Rivals episode, which 271,000 people, which was down from the 287,000 that Triple H and Batista did, which had set its uh, uh, past current low or past high low, or low watermark point. Second lowest uh, rated episode of Rivals, uh, or the second lowest rated episode of Rivals so far. So, yeah, that's that. And there's very little news outside of that. I'm just sitting here waiting to go to commercial break, waiting to get to this NXT report. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I don't know why Brian's not here for this. 
it's probably because of that whole schism thing. It, it, it was not good, and it was very long. But there was also Ilya Dragunov and J.D. McDonough, and that was good for the time that it lasted, but I saw some pictures of both of those guys that got sent over uh, from a text after last night's show, and they are busted up, and I'll tell you why when we get back from break. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. You hear me stumbling through the end of that. I have no Red Bull, that's why. I'm stuck here with this lemon-lime Gatorade. I missed the Red Bull today. I could have used it in that last segment. That way I wouldn't have had to talk about ratings. I would have remembered about Hiroshi Tanahashi, who had offered to fill in for Will Ospreay. And now he is going to be filling in for Will Ospreay coming up as everybody has started to get their WrestleMania weekend. All of the cards are seemingly finalized from the 9 billion shows that are going to be taking place over those couple of days. He's going to be facing off against Speedball Mike Bailey as part of the WrestleMania weekend and their whole, uh, what are they calling it when it comes to Impact, the multiverse that they're having between Impact and New Japan. Josh Alexander defending against Kushida, Mickey James against Durano, uh, Diana Perrazzo, Giselle Shaw, and Miu Yamashita in a four-way. Trey Miguel defending the X Division Championship against Rich Swan, Kevin Knight, Frankie Kazarian, Clark Connors, and Rocky Romero in a scramble match. I mean, like it's a New Japan Dojo scramble match. Impact Tag Team Championship, Bullet Club, Ace Austin and Chris Bay against Aussie Open against TMDK against the Motor City Machine Guns, the former champions. New Japan strong open weight champion Kenta against Minoru Suzuki, Mike Bailey, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jeff Cobb, and Moose. And by the way, by the way, I should have noted this earlier. I forgot about this. Jeff Cobb. It's not just going to be Adam Cole who's got something to say on tonight's show. Apparently, Jeff Cobb may be making an appearance on Dynamite tonight to have some words with Kenny Omega, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. He's facing Moose coming up Mania Weekend. And uh, this is this is an interesting one. Sammy Callahan, PCO, Fred Rosser, and Alex Coughlin against, yes, Joe Hendry, Eddie Edwards, Jared Kratos, and Filthy Tom Lawler. They did also add Yuya Uemura against Gabriel Kidd. So Uemura, the last time against Sammy Callahan, I believe it was, got uh, got shaken up there, landed, I believe it was uh, high on his uh, shoulders and, and back, taking a power bomb from the top rope. So everything okay there, and he's going to be back in action. So that is going to be coming up that weekend, but can't wait too long. Got to get to this NXT on USA report, the world-famous and critically acclaimed NXT report that Brian Alvarez should be here to do right now, but of course is not. There was the opening of the show, a video package of last week when Grayson Waller attacked Johnny Gargano at his house. That led into Pretty Deadly, which who strutted out to start the show. And, and Dom, Dom, if you can hear me right now, did you see the clip that I sent you in the uh, in the email there that you should play on the show? Yeah, come in right now. You ready? Not yet. Not okay. yet. I got to set it up first because, you see, Booker T, when he saw Pretty Deadly strut out there, he said that they passed the airport test. I'm not sure if that's Vince McMahon's airport test, but at least it passed his airport test. And they say that they're going to get last week's footage of them getting put through a table by Braun and Carmelo erased from history. They start hurling insults, which brings out Trick Williams and Carmelo. Trick gets pretty deadly to agree to a tag match. And when he says, pretty deadly, you're facing Carmelo and Braun Breaker. And that actually surprised Carmelo. He didn't know what was going on. Pretty deadly jumped both of them. Braun Breaker ran out and made the save. He told Melo as he helped him up, he doesn't want anything to happen to him before stand and deliver. 
Mello jumped out of the ring, took Trick. They went back to the back, back from break. Trick was hyping up his plan for Mello. He was selling them on it. Booker T agreed with him. This could mean bad things. I'm just thinking this right now. I got bad feelings about this, Mello. Watch your back when it comes to Trick. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Okay? Roxanne Perez, she's not injured, but we also don't know when she's going to be back. We had a qualifier then for the women's ladder match. Tiffany Stratton defeated Indy Hartwell. Before the break, Indy got pulled off the apron and the impact. Talk about, you know, taking something high on your shoulders and back. That's what it looked like, and it looked like it sucked. And it was kind of long, and there were stretches without heat, and Tiffany won with the best moonsault ever, which, man, she looked like she landed just a thud on Indy. Then it was... It was certainly entertainment time. The Gallus boys were at the the bar playing pool, and the Creed brothers walked in. Uh, and then we have a video montage uh, with music cuts uh, of those guys playing eight ball, and Gallus won. And Julia says, well, you know what? We were always better at darts anyway, so they're going to throw some arrows, and, and that's what they do. And the Creed brothers win. So then the... Gal said, well, it's two out of three falls. So they go ahead and they play again, and Creed Brothers win again. So technically they're tied up one and one. They decide what's better for a rubber match, an actual match at stand and deliver. So that's what happens. They agree on that. They shake hands. They walk outside, and that's when leaning up against a car as they walk out there, Stax and Tony D'Angelo are waiting. We have a momentary musical accompaniment of a accordion playing and then we go back into the other music they were using. I swear to God, this is what happened, folks. Tony D'Angelo says, hey, we got some uh, stand and deliver business to discuss. And then they cut to Brutus, who's just exhaling. He's pushing his hair back like, oh, it's going to be a long night. And then all six of them just walk back in. And we'll get back to that later. We have a uh, Lyra Valkyria. Lyra Valkyria. Ah, boy. Lyra Valkyria. Out of hell with it. Lyra's backstage, which uh, leads into a, she got a vignette from her, led into a Gigi Dolan interview backstage that Tiffany Stratton interrupted. She said they're all scarooed and toodles, and, and that was that. Wes Lee then was in the ring. He gets to choose his four opponents for stand and deliver, but before he did that, he explained why all of his matches are always open challenges and you know, he says it's because, you know, when he was offered an opportunity and he wants to offer that opportunity to everybody, you know, everybody just, you know, everybody deserves an opportunity. Hold that thought a little till a little bit later on as well, too. He got interrupted by Dragon Lee's music. He goes out there. He got a black and green mask on. They start complimenting each other. That apparently sickened J.D. McDonough, who came out for his match against Ilya Dragunov. They go to a commercial. They come back. The NXT anonymous Twitter account has, has tagged Zoe Stark and Indy Hartwell because they've caught Indy Hartwell freaking out and Zoe Stark dissing her backstage. And then we go to what I would have thought Brian wanted to be here for. Fallon Henley confronts Kiana James backstage, and we know this for sure. Kiana James does not watch the show and has no friends that watches the show because everything she heard from Fallon was new information to her. She's completely oblivious. She's talking about preparing for their tag title match. Fallon's livid. She says she knows about Sebastian, and Kiana's jaw drops. <gasps> 
She's in shock. Fallon says she went into her office. She's offended. You went in my office? She knows about the card. Kiana doesn't know about the card. What card? Fallon says she cannot believe that that woman can sleep with herself knowing damn well she's sleeping around on Brooks Jensen and she's going to tell him everything because he's like family. Kiana says she can't do that. We got our big match coming up. She says that's what she's going to do. And that's what she goes to do. We'll be back on that. Dragunov and McDonough just beat the hell out of each other. Obviously, when it comes to wrestling, that was the best thing on the show. Main event was okay, too, but those two guys kicking the crap out of each other is always great. It ends up going to a double countout because Dragon Lee, J.D. McDonough said, sit there, sucker, you know, watch this match and learn something. Or, of course, they go crashing into him, and then that starts a three-way fight outside of the ring, and... Man, I told you about what those guys, they're between the chest and the neck, they were busted up for the uh, as hard as they were throwing shots at each other. So Ilya and JD, uh, you know, we're not done with them for tonight yet either. Johnny Gargano's music played. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We, 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 before that, before that, after the match, we did get Wes Lee. Uh, backstage saying that he is sick of JD. So because of that, he's putting him in the match. And because he heard Ilya Dragunov is the finest in Europe, he's putting him in the match. And then Axiom walks up. And we've heard all of this about Wesley saying multiple times when it comes to why he's doing open challenges, it's because everybody deserves a chance. Well, Axiom walks up. He says, well, you've been close a couple of times, but so have a lot of people, so you're not getting a chance. And instead, makes a battle royal for next week. And that's how the last person is going to be determined for the uh, stand-and-deliver match against Wesley for the North American title. Johnny Gargano's music played. Big Body Javi came out, said he's busted his ass for like seven years or seven months in NXT, whatever. That but just long story short leads to Johnny Gargano coming out there and kicking the crap out of him. He offers Grayson Waller, who is not there. He's on the big screen, mocking Gargano, wearing a Candice LeRae t-shirt. Uh, he's not there. So Johnny Gargano says, you know what? I got a contract in my hand here. It's for an unsanctioned match, match at Stand and Deliver. I'm going to give it to Vic Joseph. I want you to sign this contract. I don't care where you are. He'll bring it to you. You sign it. Waller says, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and sign the thing next week on one condition. That's you're not there at the arena. So Johnny Gargano, obviously, not going to be there at the arena. He'll probably be out in the, be out in the parking lot, though, because that's where all sorts of unsanctioned things happen when it comes to, to NXT. Eddie Thorpe vignette about him uh, debuting here soon. Ivy Nile promo about Tatum Paxley turning on her, leading into her match against... Uh, Lyra Valky Lyra Valkyria Lyra Valkyria and whatnot. Yeah, Lyra defeated Ivy Nile with a roundhouse kick uh, to get in the stand and deliver ladder match. Then Fallon was walking in the back when she got jumped by Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. And then out came Kiana James to make the save and try to fight them, and they were all brawling with each other when the referees came. And then they come and pull them apart. And then they're sitting there and Kiana's like offended that they were, what is going on? Why did they attack us? And Fallon's just kind of humped over and she's, you know, hurting. And then Kiana tells Fallon that she can't tell Brooks. It's got to be from her. And Fallon goes, okay. Chase you against the schism in a debate. Long story short, 
because it was goofy. And again, there were parts of it that were funny and goofy and, and cute and all that, but the problem was it went on for too long. Long story short, Duke Hudson has put Chase U in a position where if they lose the upcoming Chase U versus Schism match at Stand and Deliver, the Schism take control over Chase University. So we got that. Then we go back to the bar where everyone's passed out and waking up, and and, and Brutus has got a, a a a rack triangle, pool rack triangle around his neck, and dudes are laid out, and they all get up, and apparently everybody's very cordial. They had a great night of drinking, and all four teams will get back together at Stand and Deliver and Russell. That's how they set up that match, and then it was Carmelo and Braun Breaker defeating pretty deadly. It was a good match because Pretty Deadly is really, really good. I got to be honest, if Vince McMahon is exerting influence, which we all believe that he is, if it's more than it had been and it looks like it might be more, I don't think I want Pretty Deadly up on the main roster. I have a feeling no matter what, Carmelo Hayes is going to end up on the main roster. I don't feel that way about Braun Breaker. Roxanne Perez, Maybe. Although, to be blunt, I can see her winning the title back at Stand and Deliver or retaining it however they want to say it, and she stays down. But Pretty Deadly, as great of an act as they are, as great as they'd be on the main roster, I don't want to just see them be fodder for Vince. Hey, it's the Memphis Wrestling Music. Lance Russell, Jerry Lawler, and Andy Kaufman in the WWF Hall of Fame. We'll be back, Wrestling Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. back to a few things we've talked about this matchup and I want to talk about the main event for something that kicked us off tonight. You like Hayes teaming with Braun Breaker? You know, one, one thing about that, uh, like I said, I like the uh, move by Trick Williams uh, because that's, you know, keep your friends close, but they say keep your enemies closer and that match right there, you, well, wait a minute. Into the minute, cover, hook to the leg, oh, another so near close. ball. A matchup like that, Braun Breaker and that man, Carmelo Hayes, you need to know that man like a book, like the back of your head. Oh, check out Timmy Strand. Check right. her out. I have no idea what Booker T said right there, but it always makes me feel better when I stumble through portions of this show that, you know what, at least it's not on national TV on the USA Network, and I don't have to work with him as Vic Joseph does. There was a part right before that where Vic uh, Booker T was going off about X-Pac and Scott Hall, and then you know Vic tried to bring him back around to it, and he says, you know, you were talking about that, and Booker said, I think I was. But he just talks about anything he wants, and I'm greatly entertained by it. Again, I don't know if it was my company, if I would be as entertained, you know, and getting screaming at him in his headset to try to stay on task and make sense, but I don't care. As a fan, I get a great amount of enjoyment out of it, especially on a show like this, that when I describe all of this stuff to you, I can't do justice to... The schism chase you thing, how long and how painful it was in some moments. But again, some stuff there. But when it came to Gallus and the Creed brothers and Tony D'Angelo and Stax, all just getting hammered together. And again, the music and how it was filmed and everything, it was done incredibly well. But you... You want to hear about, like, you know, people bitch and whine and moan about, like, moves in a ring killing a business or something killing a business. I mean, when you have something that's produced to the level that that was, eh, you know, you can throw it on top of that pile as well, too. But there are far other things in this world, frankly, that you should be upset about than some nonsense taking place in the world of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I mean, seriously, there are real-world issues going on. Lighten up, geeks. I'm not going to tell you to touch grass because it might be cold out there where you are. It's cold where I am. I'm going to go bundle up now. Kill this show off. Big Boss Man back tomorrow. She'll talk to you again after a while. <laughs>